This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Big Lovin, and this is Don Della Snooch. Welcome to the Escape Pod, episode 53, top five superhero lists. Clankity clank, bitch. Uh, so, right before we went live, I knocked this fucking Diet 7 up off my mic stand, and it pissed all over me as the, <laughs> as the music was playing, so... I don't think you muted the mic, so it's possibly that was heard through everything. Yeah, it's, it's po- possible. You guys may have actually heard the hissing of the can. It was it was dope. It was dope. I've done great things, and and this was really top notch. <laughs> Are you just covered for like from the legs down? Just this one side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just this one side. Oh my god, that's fucking fantastic! <laughs> so it'll be a good start. It'll be a good start. Oh god. Uh, so. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all your favorite podcasting apps like iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, and Google Play. Check out the Red 5 Network for all kinds of excellent podcasts like Coruscant Radio Underground and Jedi Temple Archives. I started listening to uh, Star Wars Journey with Ashley and Brandy today. Uh-huh. That was yeah. pretty good. It's a good I, show. Uh, I listened to it for about 30 minutes, but then it just... I got so busy. I was like, I need to concentrate. So I had to turn her off, yep. but uh, that was a pretty good one. Like I said, man, it's been difficult for me to really listen to the podcast with trying to learn this new job and really get the scope of it. And when right. I start getting busy, I'm, I definitely got to pull them out. Yep. So, but it was, it was definitely a good, good listen. I'm going to continue listening and start listening to other great podcasts within the network. Um, if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, please consider joining us live on Wednesday nights on YouTube at YouTube slash C slash ATSW, the escape pod, all one word. And please join us at patreon.com search ATSW, the escape pod in the search creator bar to support our show and get in on the exclusive escape crate. Please visit our store on tpublic.com. Search ATSW, the escape pod, and make sure you scroll down and look at the random goodies like phone cases pillows and tote bags in addition to t-shirts and hoodies uh shout outs let's get into our shout outs first and foremost always got to give a shout out to from a gen x point of view that is the mothership that is our new jersey delphian brothers that is jason and dave uh next let's get into used and abused with kim and scott which i just got word i passed this along to my man kim and scott are going to be soon changing i don't know how soon they're going to be soon changing to Tuesday nights instead of Friday nights, which I think is an excellent idea. Yeah, I think that's a good move. People I, are awful busy on Fridays. Yeah, so I think that uh, I think that opens it up. Definitely. Um, next, check out our man Keith for Layman's Terms on Facebook. He has his own Facebook page where he does a lot of his drunken banter and daily rants. Sometimes, not necessarily daily, but when he feels up to it, he gets on there in a drive and he'll fucking let you know what's going on. He is the man to bring you that manic because we all need a little fucking life. Uh, next, check out our man Big Swede for Big Swede's Excellent Adventure and Tactical Swede and Swede Reacts on YouTube. And hey, 
It's me, Swede, doing some shit. You want to get involved? Ooh. Hey, psst, Swede. Yes. We do. We do. We want to get involved in uh, the Swedism. And all kinds of the Swede. I want to just, just grow, just all. Just- I'm going to get one of them rubber, like, body suits. Like, he goes surfing in. <laughs> you go snurfing in <laughs> snurfing let you go snurfing in uh fantastic you go to snurf island yes yes you go to snurf island you want to uh you want to jump in there with our um patreon shout out scott and kim rasmussen todd lovin jen and jess bolt big swede lunar girl and dragon buddy richie the king arm brewster ronald man johnson eric dub williams philly dave martin and as always nostalgia inc sponsor in the escape crate hell yeah and uh, shout out to the chat. We've got uh, Big Swede in the house. Thank you, Big Swede. Glad you could join us. Uh, use and abuse. Mr. Scott is in. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Jen and Luna Girl. And that's all I'm seeing right now. So that's cool. Thanks for joining us, guys. Welcome to live in the chat. And we appreciate that. So I got this pop vinyl, Funko Pop, in the mail. And I don't remember what it is that I ordered. So um, here we go. You guys are going to see it just as in, in real time, just like me. Nice. The suspense. Such a surprise. I love surprises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a Bumblebee, Bumblebee pop. pop. Nice. Transformers. And I got a little Megatron keychain. That, that Megatron keychain going in the next escape crate. Yes. Nice. Uh, let's see if I can make it make the. Oh no! It's gonna be blinded by the light. It's really cool. Wrapped up like a douche. You can't see it. Nice. Fun things. Fun things. Funko. Nice. Funko pops. Funko things. I put it on the floor over here, but some asshole spilled hey. his fucking pop everywhere. There you go. What a jackass. Dragon Buddy's in the chat. Oh, welcome, Dragon Buddy. We just gave out some shout-outs, and you just barely missed a shout-out, but we shout you out now. So good to have you. Hi, buddy. You know what time it is? Yes, sir. It's movie time. <laughs> movie time. <laughs> it's movie time. <laughs> movie time. <laughs> I love it. Um, with our first in our movie news, the old guard two reportedly gets the official green light from Netflix. And I, for one, am super fucking stoked. Yeah. The first one is fucking fantastic. The first one was a great fucking movie. I really enjoyed it. I mean, they clearly left it open for a sequel. So bring that shit the fuck on. Yep. Absolutely. Um, HBO go crashes in Asia because Zack Snyder's justice league was so fucking good. Yes. Now, before we move on, because I didn't, I didn't notch out a part of the show. Let's talk about um, the Zack Snyder Justice League. I thought we were going to do an episode on it. Yeah, we will. But I mean, just your, what's your? It's amazing, and I'm only halfway done with it. Oh, geez, yeah, it gets better. Oh, it's it's amazing though. I mean, it fills in so much. It opens up. It lets shit breathe, which is fan fucking test. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm in. Yeah, me too. I'm in. What's going on, Ghost Pepper? Welcome oh, what to up, chat. GP? Um, yeah, I I was over the moon for it. Um, I'm loving it, dude. 
it was so much more rich and robust and it straightened out some of the fucking wrinkles that Josh put in there. Josh put yeah. in there for no reason. Yeah. Um, it, it fixed the tone issues. It's still got a couple of issues, but it, how could you make a four hour movie that didn't have some fucking issues? Right. Right. But I'm, I'm over the moon for it. And there's some bummer news coming up about, about, uh, Zach, Zach Snyder's, uh, vision for the, the, uh, Warner brothers, uh, DC movies. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to get into that? Yeah, let's do it. Warner Media Studios CEO Anna Sarnoff says that the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League will complete the director's superhero trilogy, reinforcing the studio's desire to move past the social media campaign to hand back control of the DC film universe to the filmmaker. Yeah. That sucks. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. So no more, no more Snyder no DC more, movies. No more Snyder universe. Well, not necessarily. They may give him another movie at some point, but. They well, and then with what they're doing with the whole their multi universal yeah. cinematic thing that he do. Yep, there's room for all kinds of shit. Power up. I'm bad. Uh, Spider-Man content delayed in yet another blow to Marvel's Avengers game. Have you I'm, played that? No. Me either. No. I might I might try it out on this new console if they come out with a... Yeah. Or if they already have, I don't know. I was excited about it as a concept when they when they released uh, you know the initial clips and stuff of it. Yeah. But then once people got their hands on it and there was such a like shitty fucking... Uh, vibe about it i was like well I'm yeah not i lost interest I, I agree with that and and you know it's just one of those things that happens to games and stuff you know they they're a great concept and then they go away and they make these games and they make some choices that don't vibe with the fans the fans get their hands on it and they go nope yep. and then it just dies yep uh, it's 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 the way of things now man it's word of mouth that can kill your that can kill your shit right quick right and uh, I, they're so secretive now. They don't test stuff like they used to. No, no. And it only hurts them. Yep. They're just making games in a silo now. Yep. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic announces the Dark Descent update with new Flashpoint and Galactic Seasons. Follow the footsteps of Darth Malgus and journey to the ruins of a Jedi enclave hidden away on Dantooine. Now, I used to play this with Jason. Yeah. And this almost makes me want to play it again. I'm going to look and see if there's a uh, PlayStation 5 port for it. Now that I have a PS5. Oh, yeah. Because if I can play it on the PS5, it's still going to look old as dirt. Right. But if I can play it that way, I might. Right. There you go. That's the way to do it, man. Uh, the Nintendo Switch Pro will reportedly offer DLSS, which is an upgraded Switch. Oh. In in the upgraded switch, it will utilize NVIDIA's deep learning super sampling graphics chip uh, that will use artificial intelligence to de deliver higher fidelity graphics. Nice. That's I mean, that's always good stuff yeah. to have. I love my switch. I absolutely love my switch. I don't know if I'm going to buy a new one. No, I, I've been thinking about getting one, but since I haven't had a handheld gaming device in so long. I think if I just got one of the newer switches that's out now, mm -hmm. I'd be perfectly fine. 
If I was you, I would wait to the pro. Well, I wouldn't buy the one now. I would just wait till the pro. Or if somebody buys a pro, maybe they'll sell you your. That's their, what I'm their, thinking. There's just buy one of the ones that are out now and just get it cheap. Like, cause I, I enjoy games like Mario Kart. That's what I'm looking forward to playing. Right. Right. So I can play that with my kids and stuff like that. Right. Uh, Microsoft is changing the name of Xbox Live to the more pros. What? I don't use words like that. Xbox prosaic prosaic Xbox network. A change that company told the verge will enable it better differentiating its online networks from the Xbox live gold subscription offering. Whatever change shit. I don't care. I I mean, it, I guess though. Remember, remember when we were starting to talk about these rumors, there was a shit ton of rumors about whether or not live was going to be, um, this, uh, uh, xbox network and you know if that was going to be included in the um what, what's the subscription service games pass and yeah, all game you know what they were really well, i'm gonna fucking make a mess today yeah you just need to stop and i'm nowhere near drunk i had <laughs> one drink so far <laughs> um so i guess it's good that they're finally going nope these things are going to go down their separate lanes and that's how it is oh dragon buddy got a new switch nice Nice. Nice. I recommend um uh Bravely Default 2. Speaking of video game news, dude, you got last episode you got a new PlayStation 5. I did, and I just hooked it up like a few hours ago. And this episode, Brady got a new Xbox. Yes. Life, we are winning at life. We're winning. And it has consumed a large chunk because I bought the new I bought the 2k 21 version for xbox series uh-huh. and oh my god dude it's so the it's so much prettier it looks so much better uh the the gameplay is just so so much smoother sure the load times i'm load sure times? that's why old man johnson isn't in the chat yeah no it's probably he's that's probably, probably he's playing probably playing some, playing some 2k which i can't say i don't blame him dude yeah. if i had the time i'd be playing that shit too um, I got a game called Godfall today. I can't wait to tear into that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis will be a free-to-play mobile game. Um, and it will be supported by loot boxes. And when I look at uh, the graphics on it, it's very reminiscent of uh, PlayStation One's Final Fantasy VII graphics, right? Um, but more the uh, cinematic graphics than the actual gameplay graphics. Oh, okay, nice. So, um, this is, looks like a very nice uh, aesthetic game to play. Nice. Kind of looking forward to it. Luna Girl said she's been reliving the '90s playing Mario Kart. Yeah, freaking on what Super Nintendo? That's the only way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to relive it. I haven't really, really loved... Or no, 64. Mario Kart 64. I'm sorry. Mario Kart 64 is good, but the Super Nintendo one was my favorite. Yeah. I I enjoyed 64. But I don't know. It's a toss-up. Really, they're both fucking excellent. I was like maybe 10 or 11 when uh, Mario Kart... Super Mario Kart came out. Right. So I think it was right in the sweet spot of... Yeah. They're both really good, though. Yeah. 
Definitely. Mario Kart. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. Toes. <sighs> National Treasure TV show moving forward at Disney Plus with new casts. I don't know anything about that. The the National Treasure movies are pretty good, but I don't understand making them without Nick Cage. Yeah, like you're kind of defeating. Right. And, I don't get you it. know, he's so super fucking busy. Yeah, right. Like he doesn't have time to fucking do that shit. Right. Um, I don't know uh, who either of these actors are, but Ron Livingston is replacing Billy Crudup, Crudup uh, as Henry Allen in the Flash movie. Okay. Yeah. Let it happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're just bringing you the news, people. Yeah. Or at, at least the rumor of the news. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones 5, set in 1960s New York. The director hinted as much on, a, on his social networks, his so, social medias. Once again, I'm like, okay. Yeah. After I, Crystal Skull. See, I enjoyed Crystal Skull, but like, I'm not pining for a new indie i don't need a new indiana jones movie at all at and all. it feels like this one they've been waiting to try to do forever and now we're sitting here talking about oh what it might be this it's just like do we really need it do we really need it you know to be fair to be fair um i haven't had much use for harrison ford after he died in uh the force awakens, the force awakens. fair enough it was it was emotionally apparently when I let go of Harrison Ford, which is weird, but seems to be the way I look at it. Oh, Jess and Jen are here. Nice. Jen's been here. Oh, Jess is finally here. Well, Jen was here in the beginning. At least I know that much, but now they're both here and that's good. Mm-hmm. It helps the show. It, it helps does. us grow. Um. So- Spider-Man 3 won't be bringing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, according to Tom Holland, who, as we know, may or may not be telling the truth. Yeah, he's always uh, he's always slipping up some way or trying to hide something, and he's just not very good at it. Right, right. So that's why they don't tell him things, which is why this is in the rumor mill, because he probably doesn't know. Yeah, they probably, yeah, he probably doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. Um, as far as sports, they're really... Uh, I have one thing for sports, but it doesn't. Well, then let me play the jingle. And now it's time for Sports Talk with your hosts, Dangerous Don Juan Delanooch, beautiful Brady Lovin, here on the Escape Pod. Your, um, your number one superhero, LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain and is out indefinitely. Is that what it was? Yes. Because we, me and Tisha were watching it. We're, we were at a, um, a place, you know, a bar having something to eat. And uh, we seen it on the TV. And I was like, oh, I think he might have tore his ACL. Yeah, but they're, they're just saying it's a high ankle sprain. He so. went down like a sack of potatoes. Well, he is a big motherfucker. Right. Um, so as far as that goes, uh, looking at the NCAA tournament, um, my Michigan Wolverines have made it to the Sweet 16. Nice. MSU got their ass Go kicked. Blue. Illinois got their ass kicked. Iowa got their ass kicked. Wisconsin got their ass kicked. Michigan is officially the last Big Ten team in the tournament. So the most dangerous 
conference in all of college basketball just got beat up. Yep. Everybody's brackets are garbage. Oh, Ohio State got their ass kicked in the first round by nobody. Do you know what rank you are in Richie's? Are you in Richie's bracket? I don't know what rank I am. I'm number two. Are you? Behind Richie. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you picked um, uh, relatively garbage and it worked out. I went against my instincts. Yeah. That's how I chose to do it this time. I went against my instincts because a lot of times my instincts really, really fail me and they seem to be, uh, they seem to be paying off this time by going against them. Fucking nice. Hell yeah. Let's see. Where am I ranked? I am tied for third place. Nice. With Dalian King, whoever that is. Nice. Um, but you and Richie's uh, champions are already out. Yeah. And me and Dalian Kings are both still in. Because they're Michigan. Yeah. That's why I went against everything. No, no. Dalian King picked Gonzaga. Yeah. My championship game, I picked UConn versus Syracuse. Oh, okay. I don't tell, don't ask me how I got there. I just ended up there because I went against everything, dude. My Those crazy times. My championship, my final four was Gonzaga versus Michigan and Baylor versus Illinois. Illinois is out. Um, and my national championship was between Michigan and Illinois. So if Michigan doesn't win that, I'm out. You're out. I'm out. I've still got a chance is what I'm saying. But uh, I got good numbers. I got good numbers. 370 points at this point is pretty solid. Oh, and then from the chat, Luna Girl says, fuck Ohio State. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck Ohio State. Yeah, just bringing it out there. Um, And I mean that with like a monocle and a cane. Like I'm that serious. <laughs> Sounds pretty super serious. Excuse me, Sean. Fuck Ohio State. <laughs> fuck Ohio State, you know, chap. <laughs> uh, well, I think that puts us... um. At the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier period of our show. Oh, yes. I didn't realize we had those notes. We do. Nice. Uh, We are prepared to discuss the new episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So if you have not seen it, you may want to take a few moments to yourself. Yeah. Go have a drink, powder your nose, come back. By powder your nose, I mean snort some cocaine. Yeah. As much cocaine as you can possibly get your hands on. But make sure it's that pure Colombian shit. Don't waste your time if it's been stepped yeah. on. Yeah, you want that solid China white. Oh, yeah. The good stuff. Wait, is the pure Colombian and China white the same? Or are they from, they're from two different continents, right? Mm-hmm. If you can get your hands on both of them, touche. Split if them up, put them together. Mix them together. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your cocaine is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We're not condoning drug use, though. No. Not at all. Not at that all. That is just ridiculous. Not at all. Jesus. Okay, so for the first installment of Captain America and the Winds. What? What? Captain what? Captain America. Yeah, not, not. Go ahead. Captain America and the Wednesday Soldier. Holy shit. I didn't know we were going with Captain America because this has nothing to do with Captain. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. I thought we were talking about Falcon and the Wednesday Soldier. Oh, yeah. It is Falcon and the Wednesday Soldier. Why did I say Captain America? Because you wouldn't try to make me look like a fool, but you were so stuck on it that you were like, I can't let this go. Here, you better call Tony. (laughs) Bitch. 
All right, episode one, New World Order, directed by Carrie Scogland and written by Malcolm Spillwell. Spellman. 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 How's it going, Spellman? I don't know who Spillwell is. Spillwell's is... is <laughs> I don't know who he is either. Yeah, just shake that off. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Six months... All right, are you paying Spell- attention? No. Spellman. I don't know who... Pay attention, because you have to fucking work the thing. I am working the thing. Six months after, <laughs> after half of all life returned from the blip, Sam Wilson works with the U.S. Air Force in Tunisia to stop George Batrock and the terrorist group LAF, who have hijacked a plane and taken an Air Force officer hostage with support from First Lieutenant Joaquin Torres. Wilson, who was given the mantle of Captain America by Steve Rogers, struggles with the idea and decides to give Rogers' shield to the U.S. government for a museum display. Bucky Barnes, who recently was recently pardoned, attends a government-mandated therapy session. That was awesome. It was awesome. That was so much He is so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. He discusses his attempts to make amends for his time as a brainwashed assassin, the Winter Soldier. Torres investigates another terrorist group, the Flag Smashers, who believe life was better during the blip. Torres was injured by a member of the group with superhuman strength when he witnessed them rob the bank in Switzerland. And he informs Wilson, who has been attempting to help his reluctant sister, Sarah, with a family fishing business in Delacroix. Delacroix, Louisiana. Delacroix, Louisiana. The government soon announces a new Captain America, John Walker. He looks like a tool. He looks like a tool. Oh, geez. Did they have to pick that guy? The mask just doesn't suit this dude. No, the shape of his face is all fucking look, wrong. He looks all mushed. He looks like a mushed Captain America. Yeah, let's not. Let's I not mean, do that. He just. Yeah, he's got smug face. Get off my lawn. <laughs> this is the White House lawn. Get off of it. Put my monocle on again. Meh. Yeah, little Ohio State like a dick. Meh. See? Because I'm an asshole. See? <laughs> I'm John Walker the dick. Eh? Let's talk some Easter eggs. Yeah. Definitely. The boat that Sam's sister maintains is named Paul and Darlene, named for their parents and those who were indeed the names of his parents in the actual pages of the Marvel comics. Nice. Sam's drop out of the back of the airplane at the start of the Captain Vassant rescue mission mirrors Steve's in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. When that happened, I was like, I've seen that before. Does he do that all the time? And then I read this and I'm like, oh, yes. (laughs) Um, fittingly for Marvel spinoff series, Bucky is introduced in the same way he was back in Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, catching the tail end of that alleyway fight. Oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Yep. Okay. Um, the eager Lieutenant Torres played by on the block star, Danny Ramirez who clearly idolizes Sam appears to be none other than Joaquin Torres, who eventually took on the mantle of Falcon in the comics. So if Sam is destined to become Captain America on this show, will Torres become a sidekick? I have a weird vibe from this dude. Yeah. I just do you think there's there's a twist coming? Maybe there's just I don't know. I just there's a weird vibe from this guy. I don't quite get I don't I don't know. There's something off with him. That's a that's a good point to bring up right now, though, before we go too much farther. 
the vibe of this show versus the vibe of um WandaVision completely, completely different. Completely different. Like WandaVision was was under this fog of I don't know what's going on. And this is just fucking telling you a story. Beat by beat. This yeah, is what's this happening. Is what's up? This is the action. Here you go. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure we're going to get that intrigue and plot twist that we got. I don't know, dude. In my opinion, there's just something there's something up with this dude. And okay. that's the feeling I get from duly noted. Something is up with Torres. Uh, the mass baddies of this episode are known as the Flag Smashers, an organization who want to do away with all the national borders. The big scary guy is credited as Dovich, and he is played by Desmond Chiam. How did he get so strong? Well, the world's power broker watching appear in the credits, and the power broker was key to John Walker getting his super soldier strength, as well as several other minor, minor Marvel characters. So that's a that's a character I have no familiarity with. No, I'm what I I'm not that familiar with all the storylines and stuff like no, that with Captain America, with the Winter Soldier, with those the the Super Soldier serum. Like I didn't follow it like that. Right, right. Well, like I've said many times, most of my comic book knowledge comes from DC and you even Marvel. No, DC. Oh, DC. That's right. I'll shut my face. And, and I'll shut my face. Most of that is even shoddy at best. Yeah. You know, so I I'll never tell you guys that I'm I know everything. Oh, I'll never pretend to either. And you could probably know a shitload more than me and be sitting there yelling and screaming at the fucking iPhone or the YouTubes or whatever you're listening to us on and be like, you guys are a bunch of fucktards. And it's true. It is true. In the Smithsonian exhibit where Sam and Rhodey chat, there are lots of artifacts from Steve's life. Mostly taken from Captain America, the first Avenger, like the Howling Commando uniforms. But there's something else cool there. There's an actual cover of Captain America Comics number one by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. It's the first appearance of Captain America. That's sweet. That's cool as hell. It is cool. I didn't see that. I think Richie's in the chat uh, through Facebook. Oh, nice. What's going on, buddy? Uh, the new Captain America that we meet so briefly was Wyatt Russell as John Walker. Who who's John Walker, you ask? Well, John Walker was also the new Captain America in the comics. But before that, he was a reactionary supervillain known as the Super Patriot. Uh, he took over the mantle of Captain America after the government decided they wanted Steve Rogers to be more of an employee and less of a free agent symbol of liberty. After this time, as Cap was up, John became a U.S. agent. A U.S. agent. That was a character. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. The U.S. agent. So um, special shout out. And I, sh I should have been doing this all the way throughout WandaVision. So I'll keep doing it. Uh, thanks to the Den of Geeks for putting all, all these sweet Easter eggs together. Nice. Nice. Credit where credit's due. Got to do it. Got to do it. I'm, I'm assuming they make money off their site. Probably. Because they put a lot of time into this shit. Probably. Well, then they get advertisements and shit and stuff oh, yeah. directing them to their... Yep, absolutely. And it all feeds the things. It feeds the things and the stuffs. So, let's let's probably take that uh, special time of the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hello, this is George Decay reminding you, Don and Brady, for your mid-show pee break. Oh my, may I watch? <laughs> Wang. 
Nostalgia Inc. in downtown Jackson is your one-stop shop for comic books, graphic novels, tabletop games, supplies, and tons of other super nerdy stuff. They have everything from your favorite superhero comics to all the latest manga and horror graphic novels. Superman, Spider-Man, The Avengers, My Little Pony, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Hero Academia, Star Wars, and Batman are just a few of the familiar titles you will see while browsing through the store. And don't forget to check out their back catalog. And for all your tabletop needs, Nostalgia has the largest in-stock selection in the area of Dungeons & Dragons books, miniatures, and more. As well, they have the latest Magic the Gathering and Pokemon card game releases. Store hours are currently 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. So come to downtown Jackson and get nostalgic at Nostalgia Inc. What's up, everybody? This is Big Lovin' and Don Della Snooch. We wanted to take a minute to tell you how to get more from the Escape Pod experience. Become a Patreon supporter and you will get lots of bonus content, including movie reviews, videos from Comic-Con, behind-the-scenes content, and more. But even better, Patreon supporters get extra entries into the quarterly drawing for the Escape Crate. The Escape Crate is full of great stuff like t-shirts, Funko Pops, stickers, mugs, and other random goodies. The higher the membership level, the more entries per month you'll earn you also can receive one entry per episode you share on social media so if you have a couple extra bucks toss us some we will use it for covering the cost of hosting the show paying for booths at cons and equipment upgrades thanks Thanks for for all the support support. and And now now back back to to the show show. we're back bitches yeah we are motherfuckers no yoda mask today not today we got we got entranced in some conversations we did we was talking about snakes while we were reading the chat, talking about smiters, 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 spiders. Well, so let's start talking about our favorite superheroes. Which superheroes could be the term? What is a superhero? Well, I I purposely limited it uh, with the uh, Patreon group as it had to be a fictional character. Fair enough. Because in my opinion, my wife's a superhero. She's, right. she's at work all day saving people. That's, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's superhero. Okay. Okay. So as long as as long as they fell on, fell on that list. Right. Had to be a fictional character. Otherwise, we could just be listing off people that, I know this guy, Tom, he's a great guy. <laughs> he saved a baby while mowing a lawn one time. It was crazy. Right. Jumped out of a third story window with nothing but a wooden spoon and <laughs> saved a baby. Well. All right. Well, that's good to know. Tell Tom I said hi. Tell Tom the wooden spoon man I said hi. Spoon man. Oh, my Lord. Jumping out windows because he can. Spoon man. (laughs) Uh, Well, why don't we start with your first one? My first one? Oh, let me get to my list because I was pulling up other. I saw that. My first one, I don't know if you're going to accept. Because my first one would be my fifth one, my fifth on the list, and I chose Venom. Why wouldn't I upset or accept? Because some people would look at him more of a villain. He's and an I, anti. He's an anti-hero. But there's some people who might give a little flack with that. I didn't know if you would be one of those someones. I like I like Venom as a choice. Venom. Well, Venom. The overall look of Venom is just. Something that captured my imagination from a kid. Just mm-hmm. just this fierce humanoid looking monster. But right. he, he looked like a monster in a way that didn't scare me. Right. But he kind of like, I could see how he invoked fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he would just make people be like, oh, fuck this. I'm out. He's like hardcore Spider-Man. 
I can see what you mean by that. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. So that would be that would be my number five, my man. Okay, my number five is uh, probably closer to other people's number ones. Uh, Superman. Um, I like Superman because like Clark Kent is like his his actual disguise. Like he is Superman, right? You know, uh, Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne. He dresses up as Batman and does Batman things. Superman is Superman. He dresses up like Clark Kent to hide. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when he's not dressed up, he's still doing Superman things. He just tries to keep it on the sly. Right. Um. So, like, he's got, like, ridiculous superpowers. Uh, Superman superpowers are, like, unparalleled any other superhero in, uh, in any, you know, either side, like, Superman's the man. Right, right. Um, but my favorite thing about Superman is that um, he does whatever is the right thing to do, no matter what it fucking costs him. Yes. Even when things get so hairy that he can't even be around Lois. You know, he's just, no matter what it is that the world needs, like Superman's got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that's why he he earned a spot on my list. Nice. Nice. I like it. He'll he'll show up. And it, he'll show up. You know what another thing that I love about Superman like in the movies and shit, it's always great to watch him like just super power punch something into fucking oblivion. Oh, that's the best. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I love his I love his takeoff and landing from the new movies. Yeah, especially when like he's like building up that energy. Yeah, and the and rocks, the, the are, rocks swirling are around swirling. Him. Yeah, that's so cool. You want to read uh, Keith's first? Keith is Ash Williams from Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and it makes so much Keith sense. Yeah, absolutely. I can absolutely one hundred percent see how Keith chose Ash Williams. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, it was interesting to me because when I first read it, I was like. We had to look it up. Yeah. We looked it up. No bullshit. Yep. We looked it up. Like I you hear Ash and you immediately think, but the Williams sound so off. It right. didn't sound right. So we had to look it up. Yeah. And it was dude from Evil Dead. So yep. there it is. And then I was like, Well, is he really a superhero? But he kind of is. Fights evil. Yep. He fights evil and saves the day. Hell and yeah. he has some supernatural abilities, you know, because he's fucking crossed over and blah blah blah. And he's right. got a chainsaw arm and chainsaw arm. I'm in. Hell yeah. What else has he got? We're going to keep going down his list. His number four. Yeah, his whole list. His number four, he has Ghost Rider. I like Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, His number three, he has Psylocke. And I was trying to picture in a, Psylocke the chick. I'm not familiar with Psylocke. I know, I know I've heard the name. Yeah, I reckon I, I'm brain farting it. I didn't look it up because I got it. I seen it so late in the afternoon. So, but I'm thinking I might, I might be thinking the the long one. What are they talking about? The fucking spider saying we, what the fuck? You got to keep up. What the fuck are you talking about? What's going on? Fucking dragon buddies saved Lunar Girl from the spider, threw him off the deck or whatever. Yeah, but then and what the is Jess? Said, what is Jess? 
That's talking about oh, Superman. Superman. I was we had already moved on, so I was I was like, what the fuck is happening? Don't you judge me? And I, I was talking about Psylocke, and I'm already thrown off by that. And then you start posting shit up on the thing about the stuff and the people, and what mm-hmm. the fuck? Last week it was me that had too much to drink. I'll fucking stab you with this fucking bottle cap. All right, stab me. Hold on, I gotta fucking bend it. Now I can fucking stab the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be riveting for the people who are listening to the audio podcast. And then the people who are watching visually, like, he barely even touched him. What a bitch. <laughs> Dude, I'm so I'm so happy about this this next choice that Keith made. And he chose the Scarlet Spider, aka Ben Riley, which was supposedly the real Spider-Man because of all the cloning with the jackal and shit like that. I mean, if you're into that kind of if you were if you were a part of that back in the day, it was it was pretty fucking exciting. Because I remember the Scarlet Spider, oh, Spider-Man to me is what was in the cartoon. Oh, okay. And uh, the movies. Fair enough. I got no comic book uh, reference, reference for Spider-Man. Okay, fair except enough. Except when he was with the Avengers. And I didn't read that much Avengers shit either. Fair enough. All right. Um, and then Keith's number one is El Batman. El Batman. The Mexican Batman. That is so cool. He chose specifically... The Mexican Batman. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty bold choice. Mucha but... Libre Batman. <laughs> Mucha Libre Batman. <laughs> no, he just he just chose Batman. That was Keith Layman's Batman comes from the top rope. <laughs> nice. I like it. I fucking love it. What uh, do you got next, man? Um, you should do your number two. My number four? Whatever. Yes, four. My number four was Captain America. Uh, Captain America, for I, growing up in a military family, Captain America seemed to be a part of a lot, and it seemed to be around a lot of different things. I always remember seeing Captain America stuff. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I had Captain America things. I can completely understand why why Captain America would be super prominent in your childhood. Yeah, so... um. I don't know a whole lot about him. I just remember him invoking a lot of that stuff that were like, I compared my dad to him and I'm not trying to take the list in that direction. Right. But I have that kind of reverence for captain America in that way with, with, I can relate to my, my parents even, sure. you know, both of them. So, uh, captain America was a big one for me growing up, but not really knowing a whole lot about captain America, just knowing, right. Oh, that's Captain America, and he's mm-hmm. super strong. He's I always thought Captain America was very much on par with Superman. Right. Well, that, that was one of the things I didn't bring up about Superman. Superman was uh when I was young, he was directly related to my view of patriotism. Yeah, yeah, me too. He was me the too. figurehead of patriotism. Captain America and Superman were those things for me. Yep. Captain America, because he had the red, white, and blue. He had the shield with the mm-hmm. star on it, like that all just rang those bells for me being a kid who grew up in the military home. Right. You know? And, and Superman originally had that uh, tagline. Um, was it justice, Liberty and the American way? Something like that. Oh, Liberty justice in the American yeah, way. I just said it backwards. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, and, and that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those characters were presented to us as figures of patriotism and it rings rings strong when you're young yeah yeah especially coming from your background right exactly um my next one is iron man nice um i love how um loyal loyal and emotionally dynamic iron man is um while tony stark is um of all the Avengers, like he makes it his job to protect all of the Avengers. Right. He makes it his job to make sure that he understands their enemies in such a way that he protects everyone by going, this is that guy's weak point. I've already exploited it. Let's go kick his ass. You know what I mean? Not, not like, uh, one of you guys figure out what the fuck we're doing. You know, I've got laser beams in my hands and, yeah, there we he, are. He studies and he's, I mean, he's right. smart. He's smart. Yep. He makes it, he won't sleep for days so he can figure it out so none of his friends die. Right. Right. You know? um, I really appreciate how he takes Peter Parker and treats him like a son and looks out for him. Um, you know, you don't see I that. I really enjoyed that part of the Avengers and that whole process. Like, right that was a thing that I never really expected to see and the way it came across. It really worked for me. Right. Right. I, I really admire that as a character trait. Yeah. Whether, whether that be, you know, a superhero or just humans in general, like when I see, you know, a guy that steps up and becomes a father to a kid that isn't his kid. Right. You know, yeah. That kind of, um, willingness to, uh, take on somebody who needs you. I like. I mean, I I dig that shit. So. Oh, I'm into that, man. Um, and uh, I like how even after everything went fucking south in Civil War, he still took up arms with his friends to fight off, you know, the bad dudes. Yeah, you know, he was like, "Well, I mean, we have this issue, but we'll deal with that later." This dude's got to fucking get rocked. Yeah. Um, and then I. S- I, one of my favorite things about him is that he's super witty and smart and comical and he's kind of a dick and he fucks things up and then he makes things right. And he's really like a excellent character of a, of a alcoholic. Like they really nail his character. Well, as the show progresses, he stops drinking. Right. But anybody who knows an alcoholic. Yeah. Once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic, Absolutely. even when you're not drinking. Absolutely, but in the beginning of the in the beginning, well, at least in the movies, in the right. beginning of the movies, he was always kicking back the sauce. Well, he was in, in the comic books. I guess at one point yeah, he, he was getting drunk and beating his old lady. Yeah, he. They, yeah, they you really know? they really did some things with the comic book character. Right, right. Um, so honestly, like I said, you know, the, all the good and the bad of alcoholism, all on full display. Like yeah. Marvel outdoes themselves with that yeah. character. Bold choices too. Right. So um, let's do Dave's. Um, Dave says that his, uh, yeah, Superman's his favorite. Uh, he knows it's mainstream and all. However, he personally appreciates the goodness of the character and the fact he's basically invincible. I know there are comics where he dies and all of that. However, he is still the gold standard of superheroes. Yeah. And that is close second for him is Batman, who doesn't want to be a vigilante, 
Uh, I'd love to go around eliminating bad guys. However, I'd be more of a Punisher style of a Batman. Right. No, he's not doing the calisthenics. He's shooting the gun. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. I, I Honestly, I think that would be kind of dope. If you, if you did a Batman take where he was like straight Punisher mode. Oh, my God, dude. Where he was just punching dudes on roofs until their fucking face was half caved in. And then was like and dropped him over the edge of the fucking building. Just to be like, and fuck you, Splat. I want to see that comic book. Me too. Yes. Me too. I don't I don't even know if I want to see a comic book. Did you see um the Superman um uh movie? It wasn't Superman though. He was like bad Superman. Brightburn. Dude, you gotta see Brightburn. Like he it, it's basically if Superman doesn't have the couple of um, excellent uh, character traits that are instilled by his two fathers, like uh, Superman's earthly father um, teaches him all kinds of things about being an excellent man or whatever. And then his father from Krypton teaches him about how to be a essentially hero to a world that needs him. Right. Um, well, in Brightburn, he gets none of that. In fact, um, when he runs into his uh, Kryptonian father, it's all about destruction and you have to kill these weak bastards. Oh my God. Dude, it is fucking amazing. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing and it doesn't end well. No? No, it's not like there's a happy ending. No shit. It is. Oh my goodness. It is well worth fucking watching. And then at the very end, um, uh, that song bad guy by, uh, what's her name? Uh, shit. She does. She plays all that, uh, weird music. That's really fucking good. What the hell is her name? Oh, um, something with an E. I know you're talking about, I can't think of her fucking name. <sighs> oh my God. It's going to, I'm going to look it up. Cause I'll get upset. Don't get upset. I will. She does the Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Oh, Billy Eilish. I was gonna say Lady Gaga. Yeah, um, it is so fucking good. You definitely have to, have to see it. I have to check it out. Um, but I want to see. Damn! It. Look, they're all getting in. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Um, Everybody in the chat's ready. They know. I want to see the Batman version of that, where like Batman's parents get murdered and Bruce is like, "Fuck them all." Jesus. And he just tears Gotham to shreds. Yes. And then you get maybe you get like a, a Joker, except like he doesn't go Joker. He goes like detective and he has to try and stop Batman. What the fuck, man? You're really fucking fucking it up. So now. if anybody makes this, you know, as a comic book or a movie, I just I just want to taste. Just let me wet my beak a little bit. Jesus, man. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, it'd be good. Hell yeah. You want to get into his third? Um, Dave doesn't have a third. Oh, he just has two. Yep. His first his first and only. What's your next one? For me? Mm-hmm. My number three is Batman. Yeah. One, I was a fan of, I was a fan of the movies growing up. Right. Like, right. I was in the perfect, Batman. I was in the perfect age group for all of that. Mm-hmm. 
I really enjoyed those. I enjoyed the fact that they were summer blockbusters. Like I was definitely a part of all of that. So that just instilled my love for Batman. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of the animated series. Oh yeah. Um, I was a big fan. Grew up the whole Batman broke his back. Bane broke his back. And mm-hmm. then the, what was his name? Azriel. I think his name yep, was Azriel came back and he had the claws and shit. Like, I used to draw the shit out of that Batman. That was like one of the dopest Batmans for me ever. Um, I, I said I watched the animated series. I enjoyed the shit out of the new, all the new iterations of the Batman. I'm looking forward to this new Batman that's going to be coming out. Yeah. This one looks really just different. Right. It looks really, really different. So I'm excited yep. to see what what direction they're taking that in. But, um. And who doesn't want to be the rich guy with all the cool toys? Yeah, fuck yeah. Who doesn't want to be that guy? You know? So yep. uh Batman is my uh my number three. My number three, four, five, six, and seven. Actually, not three. My four, five, six, and seven, very interchangeable with some honorable mentions. We can get into that later, but my my top four and five, they easily could have been six. Mm-hmm. Well, I only did five, so. Fair enough. I mean, we'll bring up some honorable mentions, though. I can always freehand those. Because some of yours are my honorable mentions already. I can say that. Right. Yeah. Um, my next one, uh, being my number three, is Deadpool. Nice. Um, I dig Deadpool's backstory. Um, I like the, you know, the falling in love with a girl, coming down with cancer, uh, trying to figure out anything that you can do to stay with the girl. Like I dig all that. Um, I also dig the fact that he is kind of a useless piece of shit. Yeah. You know, he's not a good person. He's not a moral person. He's not, um, he's not a hero because there's anything right about him. He's a hero because he doesn't have anything keeping him from doing exactly what is right. Right. Like he can serve up raw justice because you don't have feelings about it. Um, I dig that Deadpool knows that he's a fictional character. Yes. And he breaks the fourth wall yes. and cracks jokes and um, never takes himself seriously, even when he's upset. Like he's like, I got to fuck this guy up. It's going to be fun, isn't it? You know, <laughs> you're like, all right. Uh, you know, it really brings you into his um, character, almost like you're hanging out with him. Right. More than watching him. Dude, I I thought of this list and Deadpool never, ever came into my head. No. Like, I came from a very small child about all of this. Mm-hmm. I came from a very kid place when I chose my top five. See, no, I was looking at it from now. Yeah, and I and I was trying to, but for some reason I was stuck in kid mode, man. I was stuck in like stuff that I grew up and I really just loved. Mm-hmm. And I was just stuck on that. Like I didn't really think of like Iron Man is an honorable mention for me because he's more of a newer thing. I didn't know shit about Iron Man right. growing up. Not to say you did or didn't. Right. I just I totally thought of as being a kid and growing up with things that I enjoyed and loved. I loved uh the idea of Iron Man um, because of the Black Sabbath song. Yeah. Because my dad was a big Black Sabbath fan. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is 
this is a song about this guy. This guy, right. And then when I started to get old enough to notice that the storylines didn't match up, <laughs> you know, what, what Iron Man's story was versus what um, the Black Sabbath song was about. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe, maybe not. Um, but, and, you know, and then when the Marvel movies came out, that's when I was like, oh, fucking Iron Man's a shit. That's my kid. What's he say? What the fuck does that have to do with the superheroes? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to move on. Thank you. Um, Is it me? Are we going to do? No, no. That was my third one, right? Yeah. So let's do Scott's. And Scott, Scott gave us a fucking huge list. And Scott said he he his he came from the same same as him. He did the same thing. He came from that childhood, that childhood place. You want to read Scott's? Yeah. Um, or do you want to go back and forth? Because yeah, we we'll go like back five. and forth. Uh, his number Scott's number five is Batman. Never been a big fan of Batman. However, Christian Bale made this character better than anyone prior to his Batman series of films. Out of all the actors who've ever played the Cape Crusader, I feel Bale has been the best so far. So that Christian Bale Batman, that whole series struck a chord with him, and that's that's yeah. awesome how I can turn that into your one of your superheroes. Man. Well, it's like uh, Stan Lee said, you know, when when he was writing comic books, he would sit down with uh, those artists and say, um, even though this is issue twenty three, this is going to be somebody's first Captain yeah. America or blah blah blah. So we have to make sure that. This is written in a way that a new person is going to be like, I like this. Yeah. And it's the same way with Batman or, yeah. or any of these movies. You know, I came in Batman 89 with Michael Keaton. Me too. Um, you know, somebody's first Batman was uh, Val Kilmer mm-hmm. or um, George, George Clooney, Clooney right. or, you know, Christian Bale or... Um, so there's people out there that ben they're Affleck. Ben Affleck is their, their first, first Batman. Yep. And, and there's going to be people that, uh, what's his name? Um, Twilight guy. Robert Pattinson. Robert, Robert Pattinson is going to be somebody's first Batman. Right. And as long as they write these stories authentically, there's a entry point for everyone. Yeah. Just like in star Wars. Yeah, Exactly. So, you know, maybe Batman 89 didn't hit you, but Christian Bale's did. Or George Clooney's hit you really great, and that made you want to go back and watch um, uh, Batman 66. What was that guy's name? Oh, Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's there's somebody's somebody's uh, take on the on these characters is going to hit you. Well, like here, here's <laughs> Extra perfect. Tacky. Fucking Twilight guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, Scott from Use and Abuse says, Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice to him. Yeah. He's always going to be Beetlejuice to him, whereas Michael Keaton is Batman to me. Was Michael Keaton Beetlejuice or Batman first? I don't know. Because Michael Keaton originally was stuck as Mr. Mom for me. That, was... That's what Jen said. <laughs> uh... I think he was Batman first. Okay. I really think he was Batman yeah, first. Yeah, very well, maybe. Um, Scott's second one is Wolverine. Uh, 
wasn't into the comics or the cartoons, but his late wife wanted him to watch the movie. She saw the theater. He waited for DVD. Hugh Jackman made the character who he was today and a fucking total badass. Hell yeah. Speaking of that, that Logan movie is one of the best movies ever oh, made. Oh, we need to do one on that movie. Yeah, we should, we for sure. We definitely should. It's one of the best films ever made. Let alone a superhero. Let alone a superhero. Yes, I agree. Um, And that uh, rendition of Hurt that Johnny Cash did for that movie? Fuck me. I love, I love Scott's number three. Scott's number three is so not in the box of what I'd be thinking, and he, he fucking nailed it out of the park. It's a good one. Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I first started playing this Turtles game on NES, and it would always play as Raphael. After the first live-action movie, I enjoyed this character even more, as he reminded me of myself. That's fucking awesome. I love it. If a char- if you see yourself in a character mm-hmm. or, and, or vice versa, that always hooks me. So what you're saying is you're a little bit stoic and kind of grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's cool. (laughs) So Jen has confirmed Beetlejuice was 1988. Batman was 1989. And that's why Scott has him typecast as Beetlejuice in his head. Well, yeah, makes sense, but I was still right. Yeah. Even though the historically I'm inaccurate, I'm still right. Okay. Yep. I'll give you that. Uh, Scott's number two is Superman. He saw the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeves and he was hooked. Hell yeah. I do like Christopher Reeves as Superman. Oh, I enjoy that. Yeah. It but was those the- movies are bright and shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even when they get into like the quest for peace and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with, um, what's his name? Um, oh my God. I'm brain farting his name. Comedian, mm, yeah. Um, how am I brain farting his name? I don't know. I can see and his you are too. face. You can see his face. <sighs> I keep wanting to say George, but that's not Richard right. Pryor. Richard Pryor. Why the fuck did I want to say George? I don't know. Why didn't you think of that sooner so I didn't have to say that? Because I'm not smart. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, man. You're the one who wanted to do a show with me. George Pryor. <laughs> George Costanza. George Costanza. He takes off his shirt when he takes a dump. Um, what what is your take on the Superman Returns movie? I enjoyed Superman Returns. Me too. When he catches that fucking airplane by the nose and he lands in that baseball stadium. I like the it. shot where the bullet hits his eyeball. Yeah. That was cool, dude. That Fuck was yeah. cool. Or when Fuck he yeah. when he saves the chick in the, the Mustang, which was all part of the, the whole plot. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed Superman Returns. Me too. Me too. I was kind of bummed out they didn't go anywhere with that. Yeah, I enjoyed, uh, what was his name? Ad- Adam Ralph? Roush. Ralph. Roush. Ralph. Are you sure? Yeah. Because Ralph. 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 Brandon Ralph. Brandon. Brandon Roush. Not. No. Damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what's what's Scott's number one? Scott's number one is Spider-Man. I got in Spider-Man back in the 70s when he appeared on the electric company. That I have no reverence for the electric company. Do you? I don't really know the electric company other than the one I pay my bills to. The the one that I, you know, always stands out is they did like a Star Wars one. See, uh, Extra Techie says Ralph too. Ralph. Yes. Ruth? Ruth? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's R-O-U-T-H. Bader Ginsburg. Maybe Listen, man. <laughs> uh, what is your 
Uh, Ralph, thank you. Darius comes through with the clutch win. Brandon Routh. Thank you. R-O-U-T-H. That's what I said. Roush. Fucking fuck you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What is your number two, sir? My number two is Superman. Because that was one of the first Superman. Superman was one of the first superhero movies I ever remember watching. I feel like he is the first superhero I was ever introduced to. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in the back of my head. And we're t- just like we were talking about Captain America. He has that, that peace and justice and that, that American way kind of thing. And I grew up in that world. So I just found him relatable and I want to fucking fly, dude. <laughs> yeah. I want to fucking fly. And I feel like if, if Superman can do anything, he can fucking fly. Yeah. And that's fucking awesome. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, well, that pretty much wraps up Scott. Do you? And then me. And then how about you? Um, it didn't wrap me up. But I'm not doing another one. Why the fuck did I do mine then? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my next one is Wonder Woman. Ah. See. Uh, my favorite thing about Wonder Woman is that she's such a great role model for girls. Um, I think that that's sorely missing in the nerd space. Yes. So anytime that comes up, um, I get super fucking emotional about the fact that somebody's getting to see themselves in a thing. Like you've gotten to see yourself in a thing. Yeah. Like I, well, I get to see myself in a thing all the fucking time. You know, it's just, uh, it's just random fucking white dudes and everything. So I'm like, I mean, yeah, there you go. What's up, random white dudes? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I welcome to the show. It's it's another white guy. Hey, how's it going? You know, so anyway, um, anytime I see uh, real representation, that's not. I don't like inclusion. I like I like inclusion because it makes sense and because it should be there. Right. Yes. Um, I like it to be thoughtful and well presented, and I like uh, I like it when it's not tone deaf in in the reverse. You know, because you you can be just as tone deaf the other way. Absolutely. Um, I like that Wonder Woman is is always the hero of her story. She's never the fucking victim. She's always, even even when she's like down on her chips, she is not a victim. She's just, it hasn't won yet. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, the bangles and the fucking lasso of truth are pretty badass too. The bangles? Yeah, she's got that fucking wrist bangles. Oh, the bang. I didn't know that's what they were called. Yeah, she stops bullets with them. I just called them gauntlets. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were called bangles. I think they're called bangles. Sweet. On, on her. On Batman, they're gauntlets. And on the Mandalorian, you fucking asshole. Yes. Yes, How absolutely. I don't know what the uh, oh, Lunar Girl brings up an interesting point. Princess Leia was one of her role models. Oh, nice. Kind of a superhero in her own right. I would right. say she could use the fucking force, man. That's a superpower in my book. You know, I was going to bring that up as a possibility um, and I, I, I didn't add it to my list, but you have to um, uh, kind of acknowledge that being a force user is a superpower. I, In my brain, in my brain, it always kind of has been. Yep. Some people have it. Some people don't. Yep. So, so yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Let's get into uh, Kelly. Yes. That sounded dirtier than I meant it. Eh, I didn't take it that way. Um, she said, if she had a choice between her favorite superheroes 
it would be Jean Grey. Not Jean Grey from the movies, but Jean, Jean Grey from the comic books. Because fuck the movies. <laughs> That's a strong stance. Yeah. Fuck all the movies. Fuck all the movies. Like, not not just a couple of them. Um, all, all the movies. I like Days of Future Past. I thought that was a solid fucking movie. I enjoyed the first and the second. X-Men and then X-Men 2. I think those were my favorite ones. The Quest for More Money? That was not the name of the fucking movie. What was the second one called? I don't remember. Right. X2, Keeping It New. Keeping It New. Electric Boogaloo. I, oh, how you do. How, how do you do? Um, Part two. She Part thinks, two. or she says, Jean, Jean Grey is smart and caring and sensitive and beautiful. She loves her psychic powers. And every time she comes close to death, she finds a way to survive. Yeah, she becomes Phoenix. Comes chaos and like fucking fuck. melts the whole world down. <laughs> um, go ahead, read this second half. If she had to choose a favorite superhero to watch, it would be Deadpool, because he's an asshole and he does fucked up shit. But he has a secret sensitive side that every chick loves. Sensitive. Aww. The way he strokes that unicorn with his with his Crocs on his, when he's got his tiny little hand. Oh yeah, it's gonna so look so huge. big in this hand. Oh, you better go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richie uh, ran, ran his down real fast. Uh, Inspector Gadget was his jam when he was a kid. He got into Spider Man with his uh, son. With his son. And then Wolverine, because he's the fucking shit. Nice. Wolverine, I thought about Wolverine. Wolverine, Wolverine is a was, good one. Wolverine was definitely, uh, he was on the batting, he was in the batter's box. He was He was one of my, I, I enjoyed the shit out of Wolverine growing up. Right. Me too. Um, what do we got left? We got Jen, Jess, Swede. Um, why don't we do your number one? My number one? Is the number one of number ones, and that's Spider Man. Spider Man is everyone's number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spider Man was that relatable. He, I mean, I wasn't intelligent like Spider Man, but I, de- I definitely felt like I was more of an outsider like Spider Man felt, like Peter mm-hmm. Parker felt. Mm-hmm. And I always loved the whole choosing to do the right thing. Um, his moral compass. Mm-hmm. I, I always, I always respected that. How, no matter what, he tried to do the right thing. He could have used his 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 powers to to fight and and be a thief and stuff like that. And he never did. And he, right. I swooping through the city on his webs and his his like the black suit spider. I love the different costumes he's always had. Um, I agree with Keith. He stole my thunder on this. Scarlet Spider is my favorite version of Spider-Man. Okay. Um, but I had to say Spider-Man as a whole because Spider-Man came first, didn't know that this whole secret thing was happening with this clone and these clones and that clone. It was just, it was a whole fucking storyline. It was big as shit in the nineties, mm-hmm. but uh, Spider-Man dude, I fucking love Spider-Man. That, that book that you let me borrow a graphic novel, like it gets into that whole mm-hmm. cloning thing and, it was kind of messy. Yeah, it's real messy. Think like they drug that you just got it in that. He's talking about the book. Oh, what was it called? Spider-Man Life Story. Okay, yeah. That's the, the that's the name of the graphic novel. If you get a chance, read Spider-Man Life Story. It is fan 
it is really fantastic. It is really good. It boils things down to a bite size. It kind of had it kind of had a Batman ish feel mm-hmm. to it, growing old and getting that kind of. Yep. I've been doing this for so long, right. kind of a feel. To yeah, it. he gets to that Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, finish. dude. And I wanted to ask you how you felt about that because well, did I you am, see? Did you see I those? Par- I know, but did you see them parallels? Oh yeah. I, I figured that's why you would like it because it's in yep. an old Spider Man or it's Spider Man growing up through the years, mm-hmm. and you really see it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've always been fascinated with what happens. Uh, like, there's the world has this infinite fountain. Of just fucking raw evil. Right. It doesn't matter how many heroes we have. There's just this infinite fucking fountain of just human fucking garbage out there that's just churning up fucking chaos at all times. Right. And the, and you were not even talking about the superhero world, just just our world. So what happens to somebody? who spends their entire life fighting that shit when they get old, what happens when they start to wear around the edges and when they just, you know, they wake up and they've got arthritis and fucking back pain, joint pain. And exactly. They don't know if they can make it out tonight and they take their fucking 800 milligram Motrin every four minutes. Right. Exactly. And go do the damn thing. Yeah. And then go do the damn thing. And then, you know, they walk past the fucking lounge and they drink fucking three whiskey sours before they put on the cape. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Know? Because, you know, what do you do? You're like, oh, well, fucking I hurt. Man. I hurt and there's bad guys outside. Yes. So, so when I got a little alcohol on my breath, I got to right. do the job. Yeah, I can punch a dude I gotta in the face. Do the hey, hey, shh, shh, hey, shh, I'm a sewer. Most of the bad guys are drinking anyway. Exactly. You fight fire with fire. Yeah. By fire with fire. Um, so my number one is of course Batman. If if anybody thought it was gonna be anybody else, did there, you notice? Did you notice in the artworks that I made? I made Spider-Man and, and Batman because I absolutely 100 percent knew Batman was your number one. Yeah, without a doubt. It's it's at this point it's amazing. I don't have any Batman tattoos. It really is. And it very well may get changed soon. Yes. Um, so I love Batman most of all. I'm just going to preface it. This is my fifth grade um, summer vacation report. I love Batman most of all. Yes, dude. <laughs> Do you remember how you got into Batman? Um, Batman 89. The movie? Yep. Nice. Um, I was, uh, I mean, I was aware of Batman 66. Mm-hmm. But when the commercial started to come out for Taco Bell, because Batman 89 had the coolest fucking advertising campaign and the the spots for Taco Bell where he'd like roll up to the drive through and the Batmobile and shit with the fireball coming out of the yes. back. And you're like, he's like, I want fucking blah, blah, blah off the dollar menu or whatever. And he like kicks it into fucking low gear. And he's like, <laughs> Or like when he's he's like well, nobody's getting a Smurf tattoo, Jess, because there's no bet, there's nothing. So sh- there's no bet. Sh- so just settle your face. You haven't made nothing, so stop. What if it was a Smurf with a Batman logo on his chest? You can get that and tattoo. Like, you can get that tattoo, or if you want to, I won't. But I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying, there's no bet, so there's no Smurf tattoo. Right. He has to make the bet, and we have to agree upon it. But he has not made said bet. There's been no. So bet. there's no bet. So hush. You can bet on it. 
Um, I love Bruce Wayne's backstory. Um, unlike Superman, Bruce Wayne and Batman are uh, stark different people. Oh, one hundred percent. To the point where, like, you could almost argue that Batman has uh, um, multiple personality disorder or disassociative disorder or something. I can't get off this. I'm sorry. He said, there, it's been made. What's been made, Jess? Nothing's been made. Yeah. Lord, Lord help me. Lord, help me right now. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Lord, help me um, with this guy. So Batman is such a dynamic character as opposed to... Lord, help me! That's going to sound wonderful on the audio. I don't care. Uh, um. So Bruce Wayne's backstory, uh, the death of his parents and how he grows up to be a young playboy philanthropist. And at some point, like he fucking figures out that he's got to be Batman to save the city that his parents loved. Yeah. You know, is his opinion of the city um, is based on the fact that his parents gave everything to the city. Right. Um, And the city is his connection to them. So when things happen to the city, they happen to his parents and he feels responsible for that. I don't know what all this clapping is. Uh, So the other thing that I really fucking dig about Batman is he is just this brutal fucking vigilante street fighter too, punching evil bastards in the fucking mouth constantly yeah hanging bad dudes off the roof trying to get him to fucking talk you know batman like gives no shit other than he's not going to shoot you exactly and he's not going to kill you no the best to his ability yeah he's going to try not to kill he's you. Try. i mean if you fall off the roof you should have been paying attention even then though he usually tries to like snatch you up with a batarang or something and Whoa. yeah catch you before you split your gourd yes um but all all the wonderful things about Batman aside, Batman has the best rogues gallery of all fucking villains. Agreed. Like, absolutely. He's got fucking Bane, Clayface, Joker, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Zaz, Two-Face, Penguin, Harley Quinn. Like, I could keep fucking going. You could, but you didn't. Hugo Strange. Stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> um, just I, I and in fact, some of Batman's villains trickle into other people's um stories because there were so many good villains, they were like, Oh, I want to borrow this guy. I want to borrow this guy. Right, right. Um, so when it when it comes to the uh DCU, I guess. Um, there is just a fucking ton of rogues from Batman that are interesting no matter where they play with them. Yeah. Yeah. But he's by far my favorite. Oh, I, I, I knew from the moment we, from the moment, I think I pretty much suggested we do this episode. I, I knew this was your number one. I was very intrigued to who your, who your two through five were. Mm-hmm. I, I was very much so. So the, the Deadpool one, um, I think a lot of people would be surprised that I didn't choose that one just because of my personality and stuff right. like that. But like I said, man, thought of this as a kid. Um, Captain America had a little bit more bearing with 
the um movies as he got older because I learned more about him. Right. But right. Captain America, like I said, from being a child and and how how he was referenced throughout my life. But uh yeah, it was this was fun, man. I enjoyed mm-hmm. doing this. It was good hearing from some of our uh some of our uh well let's get through let's get through the rest of the um uh Patreon um uh, supporters. And then we'll go through, we'll list off a few of our honorable mentions. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so I did Richie. You want to do Jen? Yeah. Jen said John Constantine, because I like foul mouth magic wielding, nor anti-heroes. Noir. I said noir. Yeah, I know. Okay. Dick. Rogue, because she was the first superhero that I paid attention to, and by proxy, Gambit, and agreed. Yeah, Rogue was fantastic. I got to show you something I made that I was going to put in the, um, I was going to put this in the uh, social media, uh-huh. but I figured it was too far out of taste. Hold on. The only reason I didn't... uh Oh, I didn't say really that. consider. Any... Oh no, no, no! I was gonna put that in there. Oh, she's. Mm-hmm. They draw a rogue, so I'll send hot. this. I'll send this to D and D. And you know what makes rogue hot when they draw her like that? It's because she's really forbidden fruit. Because you can't touch her. No, you can't. You can't touch her at all. So by by nature, she would be like the most attractive creature on the planet, because you just can't. You can't touch her. You can't have it. Yeah. So Jess and Jen are the only one who gets to see that one because I do feel like it was out of taste for what we normally do. It's in poor taste. It is in poor taste, but (laughs) she's sexy. Um, But I mean, it tastes good. If you can. (laughs) If you can. Once again, stop. You stop it. Like what I was going to say about uh, uh, the X-Men is I I like quite a few X-Men characters, but I have trouble... Um, liking them separate of the other X Men. Yes. So I think that a lot of uh, <laughs> Scott wants you to send him a copy. <laughs> I'll send it to you, Scott. Um, I I feel like a lot of the characters in the X Men are interrelated. Like they need the other characters. Uh, to support a story on their own. I could be wrong. Like somebody could totally make a fucking rogue movie or, uh, you know, a weapon X movie or, you know, who knows what else. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if I could sit through a Cyclops movie. Scott Summers really just doesn't fucking do he, it for me. He has always been kind of a douche to me before I knew what a douche was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a super big fan of Scott Summers. No, but I either. feel the same way about the Fantastic Four. They have to stay together. Oh, everybody wants to see this rogue now. Yeah, see? You opened up a can and now you have to chair it. <laughs> Scott's reaction. Hot damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. All, All right. right. I'll post it. I'll post it in the group. Jen goes on to say uh X-Men movies. Quicksilver because his scenes were the best things about those movies. And I'm still pissed about the whole WandaVision thing. How <laughs> he wasn't a part of it. Yeah. There are so many people that are pissed off about getting trolled by that one thing in WandaVision. 
I personally like it. I like the fact that it's it created this entire dialogue about a thing that just wasn't there. Yeah. And I think that there were quite a few things like, look at all the Mephisto stuff. Like we were talking Mephisto for weeks and there was no fucking Mephisto. Yeah. So, and there were, there were a few other things like, you know, they, they leaned on that uh, astrophysicist thing. And we all thought for sure we were getting Reed Richards. No Reed Richards. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still on this. I posted the picture within the group. Yeah, it's in it's in the it's, Facebook. It's group. in the Facebook group now. So those who wanted to see the picture of a uh, rogue that I was going to do for a social media post, I didn't. But now, maybe tell me, was it in poor taste? If it's in poor taste, but if you guys are like, hey, bring that shit on. Yeah, we, I'll bring that shit on. Yeah, there's more. I'm sure. Um, do you want to read Jess? Uh, Jess said Constantine pre clone saga Spider Man. And pre whatever the hell happened to Wolverine, Wolverine. <laughs> it is fucking funny. I um, love it. Once again, I will say that that, that Logan movie. That Logan is, movie is fantastic. It's tops. It yeah. is fucking tops. At, at the time, at least, it was the best superhero movie ever made. I'm, so, I'm getting so much feedback from this I, uh, picture. That was before Endgame, though. Endgame was pretty pretty special in game was awesome in game was awesome so um what is your first honorable mention robin robin yeah dude i could have switched out robin with for venom because i always it was so different having the sidekick like Mm -hmm. most people were team they were part of the team robin was a sidekick right and I always thought, oh man, that would be so cool to be Batman's sidekick. Right. As I got older and learned, like, like Batman's kind of fucked up. But at growing up, man, I always thought Robin would have been. I always thought he was a dope, underrated superhero. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, Another one I had was Iron Man. Uh huh. I enjoyed the shit out of Iron Man. Didn't know much about Iron Man. Uh, growing up, learned more about Iron Man since the MCU and everything like that. So in turn, I learned about the comic books, not everything about the comic books. Yep. But like you were speaking on Iron Man earlier, I agree with pretty much everything you said. So Iron Man was one of my other. I like uh, the Green Lantern. Um, I know a lot of people butt up against uh, the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. I fucking like that movie. Right. Um, I don't. I don't like what they did with the big bad guy. The big bad guy suffers from the same thing that the uh, uh, big bad guy in Wonder Woman. Um, what was the name? Ares. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. He was a, like turned into a giant CG yeah. thing. And you're just supposed to accept that he's just, he doesn't look like he belongs in right, that yeah, kind of shot. Uh, yep. And they did the same thing with Green Lantern, and I think that was the problem with that movie. But I, I really did like Green Lantern. Um, Richie, I think, I think that's Richie in, on Facebook. Uh, Daredevil, I really like Daredevil. I, I don't know a whole lot about Daredevil. I know its origin stories because I learned it through the movie, I learned it through the TV show, mm-hmm. and they're vaguely, very, very, very similar. Right. Um. I always thought it was cool. Right. 
but there I, I never really got into Daredevil. I enjoyed the Daredevil Spider-Man team ups. I thought that was always fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But I never really was a big Daredevil guy. I will watch uh any Daredevil thing you put in front of me. Not because it's my favorite character or whatever, but um that character is so compelling and interesting to watch that I, I'll just watch it. I'll watch whatever. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um my uh, next one I would say is probably Thor. Uh, I really dig Thor. Um, but I think uh, Chris Hemsworth's version of Thor, I enjoy so much better than any other version there's been before. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember the Thor from Avengers and Babysitting. <laughs> yeah. I know the Gen X point of view, people were talking about that because I know Luna Grill did something with their social media, mm-hmm. with their this or that. And I always think of Thor from that movie, even though it wasn't really Thor, but it just, I always remember that scene from Adventures in Baby right, Sitting. Right. Um, definitely a, a good fucking interesting character. You want to talk about Swede? I do want to talk about Swede, but I'm getting some positive reaction from the post. So if that's not in bad taste, rock and roll. I mean, I'm not going to get stupid with it. But right, when right. It, when it deems necessary to throw something like that in there, I will. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't want to upset too many people because I want to keep us all on the same playing field and, right. and whatnot. So, but uh, yeah, let's get to Swede. Uh, Swede says Deadpool is his main dude, but he's more of an anti-hero. I kind of agree with that. Iron Man, Wolverine and Blade come to think of it. Mm-hmm. So he kind of threw those in last minute. Um, Most of his favorite dudes are a little dark and they have anger issues and the Punisher. Right. The Punisher's fucking great. Punisher's badass. Um, He'll fuck you up. Now, you said that you watched the Daredevil show on I watched some Netflix. of it. I didn't watch all of it. Oh, okay. It it keeps being good. No, I'm sure. not saying it was a bad show at all. I just... You know how I am with my time. Mm-hmm. So... Right. Um, in fact, that, uh, that version of Jessica Jones, that Netflix version of Jessica Jones, really fucking good. Um, the Netflix version of Luke Cage, really fucking good. I didn't even know that I was going to fucking dig those characters and everything that they put out. I was like, yep, this is good. Except for that fucking iron fist. Iron fist. Oh, I, I, I felt like I got iron fisted. Gross. <laughs> Ew. I'm telling you, by the time I got through like three quarters of that season and, and he was fighting with uh, Electra and, and he's arguing with the Chinese drug heroin boss and shit and i'm and he's like no no i'm danny rand and i'm like we know you're danny rand stop fucking telling (laughs) us you son of a bitch um i just i was like i've had enough and then uh the defenders show came out did you watch the defenders Defenders, but i remember when it came out the defenders was not bad but it still suffered from Danny Rand way too much fucking Danny Rand. <laughs> I I think by the time like the fourth episode of the defenders came out, they had established that he was Danny Rand. So I mean, progress or whatever, yes. but I don't know who put whoever it was in charge of making that movie or that TV show. Um, or let's look at just for example, Excellent martial arts in um, Daredevil. And there was even a little bit in 
Luke Cage. Yeah. And um the uh fighting in um what's the other one? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones wasn't bad. Right. The fighting in um Iron Fist of a TV show about martial arts. Yeah. Was fucking abysmal. <laughs> you said that so many times. I'm so glad I didn't watch it. Why why not? Why not? Why why not? Hire a fucking martial arts choreographer. 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 My anger made me slur. <laughs> Why not hire somebody who knows how to make people look like they're fighting in for a movie that or a TV show that they're going to be fighting? Don't don't hold anything back here, buddy. Oh, it makes me get the meat sweats. The meat sweats. It gets that's so, the worst kind of sweats. I get so hangry about this. Oh, honorable mention: The Crow by Luna Girl. You know that is a fucking good one. That's I a, love that. Movie. That's a fucking sweet ass movie. Haven't seen the fucking other sequels. I've seen the first one. They're good. They're good. Um, I uh, I enjoy I enjoy was City of Angels. That's the second one. Believe you, I believe you. Um, Isn't that one of Kirsten Dunst? I don't know because I know she was in one of them. Yeah, I think yes. Kirsten Dunst plays the girl's druggy mom. I think it happens. Um, but uh, the second one's not bad. Uh, but I think it lost the thread after that. They're supposed to be making a new one. And I, I think that it's kind of slid into COVID hell. And I, I would be surprised if it actually fucking happens because of that. Hot take big Swede says all the sequels suck. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can get behind that. I'm, I'm saying that I, I liked the second one. Kind of, kind of. It did some things, but then it was hot garbage. Right. Like I watched it like a couple times just to be sure. Just to be sure. Maybe but it, not it didn't movie. make me Iron Fist mad. Didn't feel like you got Iron Fist in. Honestly, like I think that that's part of my um, emotional barometer. I can be really fucking mad and then I can be Iron Fist mad. <laughs> Jesus, and that's just horrifically mad. Yeah, you just don't want no part. You don't Once, want to be nothing. Once mad. I get Iron Fist mad, it's over. Yeah, I'm just there's no. You just say, dude. You know what? Go fucking sit in the corner, drink some fucking whiskey, and we'll be back in a half hour. I won't be. Yeah, and there I am with a glowing hand, and you don't want that. You don't want that because that you means you. That. Never mind. You get kung loud in the pung wow. Oh, cha 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 cha. Any fucking way. Do you got any other honorable mentions? Um, not really, man. Wolverine was one of them, but I be, I know that was said by other people. Yeah, I love Wolverine. Wolverine was I always enjoyed the cartoon Wolverine. Mm-hmm. That was a big mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that the whole X Men series. We could do a whole episode on uh, superhero cartoons at some point from our childhood. Yeah, we could because. Uh, X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Super, Super Friends, Man, Super Friends. I vaguely remember Super. I do remember Super Power Friends Unite. No, is that not how it goes? Dick. <laughs> even even Captain Planet would fit in there. When our powers combine, 
Earth, I am Captain wind. Planet. <laughs> Reviews. Helps people find us. Helps people decide whether or not they want to watch the show, even though I'm terrible at operating Yeah, so if it. you want to review this shit show, this is where you fucking start. This is where you start. Um, You're going to have fun editing that together. Yeah, I, that's going to be a real fucking chop job. <laughs> and then you got to add all this banter in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. fucking great. I might leave it all in. Yeah, I know you will. Because you don't uh, edit shit. Um, please make sure that you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Brady, tell these guys where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Twitter uh, at lowercase o zero capital B I G underscore L O V I N all uppercase zero lowercase o. Like once again, Instagram and Twitter. Don, where can they find you, buddy? They can find me at Jetfire nineteen seventy nine on Twitter. And I'm Della Snooch on Instagram. Uh, you can also find us and other great podcasts on red5network.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. May the force be with you. And go, and blue. go blue. Glad you didn't fuck up soon enough. I got to fucking pee, fucking moron. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.